This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Well, good morning, God morning, great morning. Welcome you to Declaring Victory. This is Minister E.K. Dawson. I'm your host. Is there anybody on the line that loves Jesus this morning? Good morning. It's Michael Patrice. Happy Friday. Yes, yes, yes. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Friday, Brother E.K. All right. Patrice, love you. Bless you, sir. Top of the morning, Brother EKG. Um, this is Sister Sabrina. I need a prayer request for healing over my body and um, unity for me and my children, please. Bobby and Miracle. Gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. She said, I need a miracle. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, indeed. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Love you, pretty Patrice. Love you too, Sabrina. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, how are you? Everything is okay. Everything is good. Everything is blessed. Good. Good to hear your voice again. Thank you so much. Yeah. God bless you. Likewise, likewise, likewise. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> Good morning, God morning, great morning. It's the Rev. Reverend E. K. Dawson. Amen. We on the line. Anybody else on the line? Anybody in here that loves Jesus? Amen. And excited. Good morning, Reverend E. K. Dawson. It's grateful, Deborah Evans. Happy Friday to you. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> yes, Hallelujah. it is. Good morning. Yeah. Hallelujah. Good morning, Rev. Good morning, brother. I love God. What's wrong with you? That's, Good morning. That's, God. What I'm, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good morning, Brother God bless everyone on the call. Happy Friday. It's all because of Jesus we are here. Hey, hey. hey. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. My God. I like the excitement in the air this morning. Hallelujah. We're excited about Jesus, our Christ. Hallelujah. Good morning. God morning. Good morning. It's Facebook Friday. It's Facebook Friday. Hallelujah. And uh, there's an echo. echo in the background. Yeah. If somebody would go ahead and mute their phone, there's a strong echo. How about now? That's better. Amen. That is better. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I've got the love of Jesus down in my heart. I'm I'm trying to give that Jesus walk, that Jesus talk, that Jesus live, that Jesus mindset. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a good day, a mighty good day to praise the Lord. It's a good day to pray to the Lord. Amen. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson, and I am happy to be your host this morning. Come on, come on, holler at me. Good morning. This is Mary, and victory is mine. There it is. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. Yes, yes, yes. Anybody else joining our call this morning? Let us know. Holler back. Holler at us. Let us hear you. Yes, yes, yes. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing his praise. It sounds like music in my ear. The sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus. Amen. Is there anybody in here that loves Jesus this morning? Amen, amen. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Uh, this is Reverend E.K. Dawson. There she is. Hallelujah. time and good morning <laughs> to you. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your sound. Great to hear your sound. Amen. Anybody else join us this morning? Let us know how you love Jesus. Amen. Amen. As you join us this morning on Declaring Victory, today is a great day. Today is a good day. Today is a God day. Hallelujah. Hey, good morning. This is JR. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, my brother. Glad to hear your voice. Great to hear your sound, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. I know we will be blessed. I guarantee you we will be blessed this morning. Hallelujah. Glad to hear y'all. And as we say, glad to be in the service one more time. Hallelujah. Amen. Anybody else? It's almost time to get started. Amen. Well, it's time to get started. I I am your host. Uh, and before we move forward, uh, we want to ask you to mute your phone so that we can proceed. Amen. Hello. My name is Reverend E.K. Dawson. That's it, Reverend E.K. Dawson, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declaring Victory, and we are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify and to empower, to encourage, to equip you in your walk with Christ. Amen. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, this month of the month of August, where we, the theme is focus. And the, the theme is focus. And each de declarer will discuss how they're planned in order to execute the work that he has planned, amen, and to make sure that you invite friends so that they can be blessed as well. And that's not something we put a lot of emphasis on, but make sure you invite a friend uh, so that they can be blessed. Somebody may need a boost. Somebody may need a healing. Somebody may need a lift, amen, and somebody may even need uh, some focus. 
Uh, make sure that you invite a friend so they can be blessed, too. And there is one announcement. No Friday Night Live, Sister Dee Dee Felder. Amen. Again, there is one announcement. No Friday Night Live. Amen. Uh, and the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise. Uh, prayer by, your, by myself. The declaration will be brought by the Devona. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right. The prayer will be, I mean, the declaration will be brought by uh, Devona. And then we will go right into closing comments uh, hosted by the declarer, right? And then as soon as we're finished, uh, that we will be uh, going to closing comments. And the scripture for today is Romans 12 and 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Hey, that was real good. I think I'm going to put that on repeat. The scripture for today is Romans 12, 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Hallelujah. Uh, may the Lord add a blessing to the reader here at doing of his holy word. Uh, and at this time that we ask for you to put your phones on mute until instructed and now we will begin to saturate this atmosphere for prayer, uh, and then we'll pass it to the declarer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As we put our phones on mute until instructed to come off for corporate prayer. Father God, thank you once more and again. Thank you for a brand new day. Thank you for you being Jehovah God. Thank you for you being our rock, our shield. Thank you for being uh, the, the rocking of our world. Thank you for being our rock. Thank you, Lord God, for being our everything, God. We woke up this morning because of your touch and your finger of love. We woke up this morning to see a brand new day, a day of excellence that we declare and decree it will be, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that today we feel the power of God, and we thank you that it is running in, running warm in our veins, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for activity of our limbs and the right mindset. We thank you for a mind, Lord God. Thank you that nobody had to help us get up and get in and out of bed, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that as we prepare our days, we realize that we had all our faculties, Lord God. And we see so many people with mental health issues and so many uh, uh, things that are happening, Lord God. Thank you for a good mind, a right mind. Thank you for insight, foresight, and the right sight, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, because you are great, and your name is greatly to be praised. Thank you for the power, Lord God, that you have invested in us, and thank you for being the God of our salvation. We are saved because we confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that you are Lord and that you died and raised from the dead, and because of that, we are saved, Lord God, saved from the the bottom of our feet to the crowns of our heads, Lord God, and that we desire to walk with you, to please you in our walkings, Lord God, to be like you, Lord God, to think with your mind, Lord God, to look and to see with your eyes, Lord God, so that we can help our fellow brothers and sisters, that we wouldn't be so hard from this cruel world, Lord God, that we would have the heart of God and the humanity uh, uh, that you would uh, uh, have the heart of God to all humanity, Lord God, that we would be able to be a blessing to our brothers and to our sisters and to all those that are around us, Lord God. And then God continue to bless us, Lord, for we may be the only Bible that someone reads, Lord God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your written word, Lord God, that we should study every day, that we should ingest 
every day. Thank you, Lord God. And God, we praise you for somebody that is struggling and that does not read their word, that we speak a spirit even of encouragement to read and to get in your word, your holy word, Lord God, that keeps us and sustains us, that helps us grow, that gives us nutrients every time that we read it, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your power of your Holy Ghost and your Holy Spirit. We thank you for the, the worth of prayer, the value of prayer, that we can communicate with you, Lord God, and that you can communicate with us, that we can listen, and that we meditate on that word, and we meditate on on you and, and, uh, and the ability of what you're able to do, Father God. God, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor. Father God, our dear sister asked for prayer this morning uh, to stabilize her family and to put unity in her family, Lord God. She said to me that she needs a miracle, and you are a miracle-working God. You are a miracle uh, 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 God that you perform miracles and that you are great and that you do miracles daily, Lord God, that we see and happen. She's asking and petitioning, and we stand with her that she needs a miracle for her family and her life, Lord God. We thank you now, Lord God, and, and know that you're able to complete it and to perform a great work in and a miracle in her life, Lord God. We thank you for those that are sitting uh, on the side that are listening, that are praying in the spirit, Lord God, for prayer requests. They have so many things on their heart, on their mind, on their spirit. We remind them to give it to you, Lord God, and give it to you wholly and to walk away from it, Lord God, to give it to you fully, Lord God, and let you breathe your breath of life into every problem, every situation, and every petition, every ask, Lord God, because we know that you can do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask, even, and, or think, Lord God. Continue to blow our minds daily. Hallelujah. Bless your name. We give you glory. Hallelujah. And we thank you for being a strong God and teaching us to be strong disciples day by day. And our strength comes from our prayer, our reading the word, and being able to walk in and live it out. Glory to God. Glory to your great name. Glory to God. We love you. We desire to be close and stay in close proximity of you, Lord God, and keep our relationship with you intact and that it would grow day by day by day. Somebody is hungry today for your presence. Somebody is hungry today for your power, Lord God. And you said, he that hunger and thirst after righteousness, they will be filled. So on this call, I pray, Lord God, that somebody would be filled with their hunger, that their quench, with their thirst would be quenched, Lord God, by all you and you alone, Lord God, and that they would drink from wells, Lord God, that we did not dig, Lord God, that only you uh, can get the water of life. Lord God, that they can breathe the breath of life, Lord God, and that they can, you can do what no other physician, no other power, no other Holy Ghost power can do, because we know that you specialize in things that are impossible, Lord God. God, as we take our phones uh, off of mute and we go to you corporately and we make one powerful, impactful sound, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Thank you, Lord God. 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 Thank you, Lord God.
One moment, sorry guys. Devona, if you're speaking, we can't hear you. Oh, I was not. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yep, we can. Go ahead. Okay. Good morning, family. Um, My name is Devona McClinton, also known as Coach D. Um, I thank you guys for having me, Dion, for having me back. I was here, I think, back in June. Um, And just a little bit about me before we get started. Um, I am uh, a health and wellness coach, um, certified personal trainer, and holistic nutritionist. Um, 
and my main objective in my business is to kind of partner with with people to, to educate them on how to leverage nutrition um, and use that for healing purposes and just to support you throughout each phase of your life, right? And so what I want to open up and talk to you about first before we get started and, and kind of looking more into the, the word, but talking to you a little bit or sharing some information with you a little bit about what the textbooks say about nutrition, health and wellness and focus, right? So why is fitness important, right? So um, once you reach the age, I'm not sure of the folks on the call, but if you're any, someone like me that's over the age of 40, once you reach the age of 40, you begin to lose muscle mass, with 1% to 3% of muscle mass annually. If you're not exercising your body, if you're not doing some kind of movement, physical activity, resistance training, um, you begin to lose muscle mass, again, 1% to 3% annually. Fitness is also good for your bone health. Um, strength training, again, can help improve your bone density um, and reduce the risk of osteoporosis and fractures. So we know as we age and we hear about people falling down and they may break their hips or break bones more frequently than we may have done when we were younger and we fall down often and we you know, spring right back up. But as we age, if we're not, um, uh, if we don't have some kind of a physical um, activity in our lives, then we kind of lose our bone density. It's also good for joint health. Um, physical activity helps us improve our flexibility and reducing the risk of joint-related issues. So it's going to improve our mobility so that we can walk up and down stairs, get in and out the bed. Simple things like getting in and out the tub or reaching up to your cabinet to get spices to cook your food. Fitness is also good for cardiovascular health. So it helps maintain a healthy blood pressure. It helps maintain our cholesterol levels. It helps our heart function and reducing the risk of overall heart disease and stroke. I think that especially in the African-American community, we know that we may have experienced ourselves, or we know many people who have high blood pressure, diabetes, or some kind of heart disease because that's that's the number one. Those are the number the, the top diseases that plague our community. Fitness is also good for weight management. It helps us maintain a healthy metabolism. It's also good for cognitive function. Um, so that's linked, uh, you know, with the with Alzheimer's or neuro, or neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's and our, our overall cognitive decline. Right. So it helps with those things. Fitness and exercise also helps with our mental health. Uh, physical activities releases endorphins, which can boost our mood and reduce the risk of depression and anxiety, right? Physical, health, physical fitness also helps with our overall energy and vitality. It helps us to move throughout the day, helps us stay mentally sharp um, and just have overall energy. And then also it just helps with our quality of life. Right, so that's what the textbook says about moving our bodies, staying physically fit. And when it comes to nutrition, the textbook tells us that what we eat, the foods that we eat, the foods that we drink, I mean, the liquids that we drink has a direct impact on how we feel physically, how we feel mentally, right? Some of the foods that, a lot of the foods that we eat, especially in today's society is, is quick, it's fast foods. It's highly processed. 
um, and it lacks nutritional value. And because of that, if we are choosing to have a diet that's mostly based on microwave fast foods, it has a direct impact on our mental. It's directly tied to depression and anxiety. It's directly tied to Alzheimer's, right? It's directly tied to lifestyle diseases like high blood pressure and diabetes, right, and other autoimmune diseases that we know of today, right? And then it also impacts the way we focus, our attention span. Some of the foods that we eat can create brain fog, right? So those are all the things that we that we that are available to us if we research textbooks about why health and fitness, about why nutrition should be even important to us as we age through each phase of our life. But what I want to talk to you guys more so about, so we know that's what the textbooks say, that's what all the books that man has written to us that we can study, each of us, the information is there. What I, what I want to talk to us about is what does it mean to be fit for the kingdom, right? What does it mean to not only live your life spiritually, growing your, your, yourself in the word, going to church or whatever, wherever you deem as church, right? So it's not just about the spiritual aspect of it, but it's also got to be about your mind and your body. And the first thing that I think of when I think about, okay, first we have to have an agreement. And so I want to uh, refer to a scripture, First, First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 through 20, which reads, do you know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have received from God, you are not your own. You were brought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. So for me, this passage teaches us that our bodies are not just our physical vessel, but they are also spiritual in nature, housing the presence of the Holy Spirit. It encourages us to honor God by taking care of our bodies and making choices that reflect a commitment to our spiritual beliefs and values. So back to what I was saying. We can't just honor the spirit. We can't just prioritize the spirit because if the Holy Spirit lives within our temples, then why would we not take care of it? Right? And so as a result of this teaching, it definitely influences us on our, it should influence us on our perspective of health care, of self-care, just in over the overall stewardship of our body, right? It emphasizes the idea that maintaining a physical well-being, well-being is not just a matter of personal preference, but a way to honor the divine presence within. So that's the first agreement. If we believe this scripture, if we believe that our bodies are temples that house the Holy Spirit, then when we think about our walk with God, how can we not, how can we disregard our bodies that house the Holy Spirit, right? We can't, we can't put our health and our, prior, and our, and our physical fitness at the bottom of the list. When scripture tells us that our spirit lives within our body, but as we continue to grow in the word, 
and we commit to living a life that is separate from the secular world, we have to, we must also consider our physical fitness and exercising our muscles of discipline and focus around maintaining a healthy body. How dare us not? How dare us do anything but prioritize our health and wellness, our mental wellness? So when we talk about the mind, if we agree with that scripture from from, uh, 1 Corinthians, then we have to think about a mental transformation. We must set ourselves apart and be willing to unlearn old habits that no longer serve us and relearn new habits to fulfill the word of God. So in Romans 12 and 2, this is a scripture that is one of my favorites. This is a scripture that I print across all of my marketing materials because I think that is is key. It says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. This passage encourages us to resist adopting the values, behaviors, and attitudes of the secular world, right? Instead, we are called to undergo a process of transformation through the renewal of our minds. This renewal is also understood as aligning our thoughts and our perspective with God's teaching and will, right? And so if we believe that our body housed the temple, then we also have to be willing to transform our, our minds, set ourselves apart from the secular world, stay focused and committed to his word by honoring our bodies and doing everything that we must do to ensure that we present ourselves as our best selves. So in essence, the importance of a spiritual and mental transformation that leads to a life that God reflects that reflects, I'm sorry, that reflects God's principle and purpose. It encourages, it encourages us to seek a deeper understanding of God's will to make choices that honor and align with his divine plan. The concept of renewing our mind is central to our personal growth, our character development, and living a life that is just overall pleasing to God, right? So without having an agreement without agreeing to transfer our mind, without separating ourselves from the word, then we won't see the outward, we won't see the physical transformation that we often desire. One thing that I know that I know that I know, even in my practice, even in my own self, when we think about the body, the body doesn't change until your mental changes, until you make some agreements and some commitments mentally then will you see outward appearances, outward transformation physically. And so when we think about what the Bible says about physical fitness and about our body, if we look at the verse from 3 John verses 1 through 2, it reads, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. 
And for me, this verse highlights the desire for us to experience good health and well-being, both physically and spiritually. So he's giving us so many scriptures throughout the Bible that emphasizes the importance of physical fitness, wellness, and mental strength. In First Timothy, in First Timothy, chapter four, verse eight, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Holding promise for both the present life and life to come. So we're 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 not just living a life of health and wellness for our time on earth, but also for our life to come, for our eternal life, right? So when we think about it that way, why would we not want to present our very best? Why would we not, as we're living every day on this earth, why would we not want to prioritize our health? Why would we not want to make sure that our bodies are the best that they can possibly be as we grow in the word? And as we grow in spirit, right? And we know that I know many of us, including me, I'm raising my hand as I'm thinking about it. We 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 struggle with trying to lose the same ten to twenty pounds year after year, year after year, right? And we may join challenges, we may join fitness groups, we we may join friends and walk, and we make commitment to ourselves, and we say, okay, Monday I'm going to start, or okay, next month, or and we start, and then we're excited about it. The motivation is there. And then soon after, our commitment, you know, may dwindle. We're not as focused. We're not as commitment. And then we stop. And then we go back to our normal ways of living, right? We may have lost a few pounds. We go back to our normal ways of living, only to regain that same weight and more. Or sometimes we may develop some kind of a, um, health issue that may grab our attention, and then we try to start all over again. But we're not fully committed. And so what I know as a fitness coach is progress and change comes with discipline, your commitment, and your focus. So after the motivation is over, is gone, when your friends leave and when you're stuck by yourself to do this by yourself, You've got to lean on your discipline, your commitment to self, right, which drives your focus. And as I mentioned earlier, the foods that you eat, your environment, the things that you surround yourself with, the music that you listen to, the gossip that you engage in, all has a direct impact on you physically, mentally, and spiritually. Ultimately, impacting your focus. And so when we think about focus and even what the word has to say about focus, there's a chapter, there's a book, Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 to 23, which reads, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? This passage speaks metaphorically about the eyes as a symbol of focus and the heart. 
and emphasizes the importance of having a healthy and righteous focus as it impacts our entire being, right? So what, what we focus on, the things that we focus on could either speak life or death in us, right? And so for me, this, this passage is saying, keep your eyes focused on those things that will give you light, that will give you life. Another scripture, Proverbs 4 and 25, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. This proverb emphasizes the importance of maintaining a steady and focused path, avoiding distractions and staying committed to a righteous course, right? So again, if we're not motivated, I mean, if we're, if we're not motivated, if we're not committed, if we lack discipline, right, which we all do from time to time, in order for us to stay consistent with any one thing, you have to be focused. You have to keep your eyes looking straight forward, as this chapter in Proverbs says. Fix your eyes directly before you. Focus yourself on maintaining a steady and focused path avoiding distractions, and staying committed to the righteous course. So if we're, if we're living a life that's fit for the kingdom, and if we are living in his word, again, we cannot just focus on the spirit. We have to focus on what we eat. We have to focus on who we surround ourselves with, the conversations that we engage in, the foods that we eat how we spend our time, because those things will have a direct impact on the body that we present to God. Those things will have a direct impact on how we show up for ourselves. Those decisions that we make will have a direct impact on our spiritual growth, our mental health. And so while the textbook may say, the benefits of health and fitness and good nutrition. You can't have a, a, a fit body without being connected mentally and spiritually. They go hand in hand. Once you make a decision in your mind, once you transform your, your mind mentally, once you get, you get focused on what the word of God says, and if we believe the word of God to be true and we agree with what the word of God says, then everything else falls in line. Outwardly, you begin to see physical changes. You begin to make better decisions around the food that you eat. You begin to make better decisions about your health. You become more proactive. Your friends might change. The music that you listen to will change. The things that you allow in your spirit, the things that you watch on TV will change. Right, and I remember growing up in church, and and we go, you know, we stay in church all day, and then after church, what we do, we may have a church dinner, we may go out to dinner, and when I think about the food that we eat in church, I think about it's going to be some fried chicken, it's going to be some some macaroni and cheese, it's going to be some pound cakes, right? It's going to be some sweet potato pie, right? It's going to be all those things that are foods that at least I know when I ate, I felt sluggish, felt tired, 
right? I'm distracted. And the, so those were the traditions that I grew up in. And what I know now is that just because they are your traditions, just because you probably were taught these things from your community, from your family, those may not be the things that serve you today. Those may not be the things that are pleasing, that, that will help you lead a life that's pleasing to God. Food is our, is our fuel. Food gives us nutrients. If we're nutrient deficient, then it's going to have a direct impact on how we think, how we feel emotionally. It's directly going to impact and trigger anxiety and depression in some of us. So if we're living fit for the kingdom and we're growing rich in the word, we have to also consider how we feel when we eat. We have to also consider our mental space. We have to also consider our physical being and offer all of those things to God as a living sacrifice, right? And when you think about, just think about if we have a dinner party at our house, if we're hosting a party at our home, we want to make sure our house is in tip-top shape, right? We're going to clean that thing from top to bottom. We're going to bring our finest china. We may even go buy some new throw pillows to put on the couch, right? We're going to dust. We're going to bring out our fine china and our best flatware and our our best glassware, right? We're going to bring out our best candles to make sure that our, our, our home smells pleasant, right? Because our homes are, are going to be a reflection of us. When our guests come over, we want them to be comfortable. We want them to look at us with respect, right? So why would we not do the same for our bodies as we present ourselves to God? Why would we not want to present our very best body that we can to God? Why would we not want to prioritize our mental health? Why would we not want to prioritize our, our, our physical health? We won't have any of that if we're not focused. You can't just focus on the spiritual and expect the body to follow. You have to have some mental commitment. You have to have some mental transformation to help you make better decisions on the foods that you eat. You have to have some discipline and make some agreements and commitment to self so that you know how to focus your time. And if these things are not in alignment with the goals that you set for yourself, then you should not be focused on them. The Bible gives us many, many chapters, many, many uh, scriptures about focus. Right? I, I gave you a few. We talked about Matthew. Six and 22, Philippians 4 and 8 says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So focus on positive things. Focus on virtuous things. Right? If we want to be in alignment with God, we have to keep a positive mind. We have to surround ourselves by positive people. You have to be intentional about what you focus on. The thing that you focus on will only grow in nature. So if we are to be fit for the kingdom, 
And if our bodies house the Holy Spirit, why would we not prioritize our health and wellness? Why would we not prioritize and focus on our mental health? Because if you're mentally focused, if you're mentally sharp, you make better decisions. You're able to make better commitments. You eliminate distractions so that you can then focus on the things that are only pleasing to God, those things that nurture our bodies, those positive thoughts that would help fuel our decisions, which ultimately would change the way we look outwardly. Right? And so everyone's call to action, everyone's focus should be as we serve God, that we present our best selves, that we present our best bodies to him, that we live a life of intention, that we live a life of focus and discipline and commitment, not just spiritually, but mentally and physically. We can't have one. We can't have live a whole life but only focus on one. We have to consider all three. We must consider all three. Right? And so I just wanted to leave you with that and, and, and give you those scriptures, and, and I'm sure you guys may already know them. Um, if not, hopefully you've written those down and, and you can reflect back on those as you live your life day to day and you make decisions about your life. And you set goals for yourself. I hope that the scriptures that I provided you will help you be more intentional about decisions, about your decisions, about the things that you think about yourself, and be proactive about your health. Let's not wait until the doctor says we need to pay attention. Let's just be intentional about being healthy. You don't have to have a gym membership. You don't have to have all this fancy equipment. All you got to do is get up and move. All you got to do is get outside and go walk every day. All you have to do is start with swapping out one meal for a healthy meal that includes some fruits and vegetables and and a good source of protein. Right? So start with small things. You choose to win the day. Then you win the week. Then you win the month. You don't have to do it all at once, right? And once your intention changes, once you're focused on living a life that's pleasing to God, mind, body, and spirit, then naturally the people who no longer serve you will begin to fall fall away. And you'll begin, next thing you know, you'll be... in a a community of people that are like-minded who want to grow in the word, who's focused on physical fitness, who's focused on mental wellness. Because our call to action is to live for God, to be fit for the kingdom completely. mind, body, and spirit, not just one, but all three. And how dare us do anything less, especially 
when we put so much emphasis on presenting our homes in a certain way, making sure our cars have the best oil and the best gasoline in it, it's got the best top coat of wax. We can present those material things and put stock in those things, but we neglect our bodies, which house the Holy Spirit. How dare us, right? And so I want to encourage you to think about those things, reflect upon those scriptures. And if you're not prioritizing your health and wellness mentally and physically, I would encourage you to do so. Because it's our offering to God. How dare us not? And so that's my word for today, and I hope it encourages you. I hope it compels you to, to, if you know that there are some things in your life that may need to change, if if you're lacking in, that it encourages you to make small steps every day to get you in a place that you feel that, that you know will be more pleasing to God as we continue to walk in his light and as we look forward to eternal life. And I pray that, pray that this blesses you. I pray that you have a amazing an amazing end to your week. And thank you for your time and thank you for listening. And I want to turn it back over to Dion. I don't know if there's any comments or questions but um, that anyone may have for me, um, but I want to turn it back over to you, Dion, and thanks again for having me. Always. It's our pleasure. Amazing share. Somebody has their phone on speaker. If you could just mute your phone, that would be great. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful share. Um, if anybody knows anything about me, Um, It is so important that we take care of the whole person, not just uh, the extremely over-spiritualized. The reality is if we don't do the work, we don't get the results. And um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to unbig my back as we speak. Um, And I, I prefer to be comfortable. We know that this is the only vehicle that we have to do kingdom bidding business and so um coach d i love you to pieces thank you for your share it was amazing as always thank you for your heart for us living a a healthy holistic life and um here is that time where we open up the call for anybody that may not have got an opportunity to say good morning but what i'm going to do is again because normally it's men's day we'll honor the men, and if there are any men on the line, if you'd like to say good morning, and then we'll go ahead and walk right into love, life, and victory so that we don't hold up Coach D's time. If anybody has any questions, comments, or commentary, feel free uh, to open it up. And, and Coach D, you could jump in anytime because the questions won't be for me. You'll be able to answer them from a professional perspective. So any men on the line, somebody has their phone on speaker and your volume up really, really high, if you could turn your volume down as low as you can get it um, and mute unless you're going to say something. So I'll go ahead and open up the call. All right. Anybody want to say good morning? Good morning. 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 Good morning.
Hey, good morning. Who is that, Brother Al? Oh, this is the new caller. Oh, hi. Good morning. Welcome, welcome. Who are Thank you? Thank you. My name is Grafton. Hi, Grafton. Good morning. Welcome. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Anybody else want to say good morning? Listen, Grafton, don't hang up. I want to tell you something in just a second. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. This is Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Good morning. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Sunshine. Hey, Sunshine. Good morning. I heard somebody else. It's Dee Dee. I just wanted to say um, good morning, Coach D. And Dion, can I share real quick before the babies come in? That's okay. I just want to tell Coach D, thank you. You are so in my lane. I'm, I'll be 56 November, and I will be 56. I'm claiming it. And I just had all my my blood work done this past week. Um, and so I'm grateful that you're sharing this because if we don't know what we're working with, how are we going to know how to maintain? And so even though I'm hippie, <laughs> and a lot of people might think, I work out, I do weight training because I understand how to keep my body strong. And so when I got all my results back, and there's a lot of them to read and then the doctor go over them, I'm like, man, I'm more healthier than I look to myself. But I'm glad to know that I don't have high cholesterol. I don't, I'm not borderline, you know, uh, kidney, diabetic. It's so much that we don't know. But if we don't take time out, like, like you said, we can be spiritually, we can be all that, but we need to know what's going on in our body. So I'm just grateful that you shared that, and I'm back on my grind. I'm not going to be a two. I don't want to be, but like Dion said, my back been big, but I'm just going to make it healthier. So I love you. Thank you for your share this morning. You're very welcome. Thank you for being here. And that's, that's key. I'm, I'm happy that you said that because we we have to know our numbers. We have to know where we are so that we know where we're going. We cannot neglect, you know, our wellness checks. Um, you need to be to prioritize knowing where you are to know if there is any borderline or potential for any issue. That way you know what, how to course correct, what adjustments to make, what things you might need to change. So thank you for, for calling that out. Anybody else? Any any more men? Anybody want to? Uh, any of our fellows want to welcome Grafton to the line? I know most of the men are are working, but if you can, that would be great. Whoever has their TV on, go ahead and mute your phone for us. Amen. All right. Anybody else? Questions? Comments? Commentary? Welcome to the hey, call, sir. Morning. Oh, go ahead. That's you. <laughs> go, go ahead, John. Okay, go go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, go ahead, babe. Oh, top of the morning. Um, good morning, God morning, great morning. I got that from you, Didi. <laughs> Um, I'm so grateful. Um, first of all, I want to thank God for waking me up in my right state of mind, not in the jail cell, hospital bed, or a mental institution. Um, thank you. Um, 
coach, uh, I mean, um, woman of God, Coach um, D. Coach I D. think that Coach, what's her name? Coach D. Coach D. So I'm on the right track. Thank you for, um, man, your declaration. It, it was all gravy. You know, you pointed out some stuff. And um, my um, the body is, is the temple. And before um, I was running around on self-will, not never paying attention to my body. I never paid attention to my body. You know how you get up, you eat, you take care of whatever. I wasn't taking care of nothing because I was, um, I'm a recovering blessed addict. And I'm so grateful that um, God cleaned me up when he did because now I take the time to go to the doctor. You know, if if anything is not right or anything smell foul or anything, I'm just keeping it real. Um, I go take the time and make a doctor's appointment and get myself checked out. And um, I'm a type 2 diabetes, and I got a lot of other medical issues going on with my body because, you know, when the lifestyle that I come from, ripping and running them streets, and you don't have time. I never had time for myself. So I thank God for you, woman of God, and everybody that's on Declare Victory. Because I'm happy, happy, happy. <laughs> um, you know, I really am. Thank God for being on the wake-up list one more time again. I have a dentist appointment this morning to go get a deep cleaning. And I thank God that I will be there with bells and whistles on to get my mouth taken care of. Hey. You know, if you got a tooth or anything in your mouth and I don't want my breath to be smelling out of pocket and stuff like that, you know. But if you don't take the time to take care of yourself, that will happen. And you know, um, I um, I'm just uh, I'm I'm on I'm on the job. I'm gonna just keep it simple like that. But because of my higher power, hello somebody, y'all don't want to talk to me this morning. Because of the God that we serve is a mighty, mighty good. His grace is mercy and sufficient. Amen. And I get to, I'm going to wrap it up, D. I get it. Um, I, I get to take care of these things. And I have a 16-year-old daughter, and, and, and I want her to take care of her. You know, like you say, cleanness is next to godliness. We keep the physical clean, the house and the car and all that stuff. But what about your body, Sabrina? So I have to change the way I eat. I have to, and like you say, you say, God will put move some people out your life because he's trying to get you, keep the focus. That's what this topic is about. Stay focused. So thank you for letting me share. God bless everyone and happy Friday. No one told you they love you today. I love you for free with the love of Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, sis. And, and um, thank you for your share. One thing that I want to just kind of drop a nugget for you guys. Like, God is so amazing. Like, every everything that he put in our bodies is something that we need, right? Like, like it's, it's not just by faith. It's, it's for a reason. And, and every tooth in our mouth is directly connected to an organ in our body. Every mm. tooth in your mouth is directly connected to an organ in your body. So oral hygiene should be a priority, sis. So, you know, you go into the dentist, like, we can't neglect any parts of our body, any part. 
And and sometimes we get to a place where we get surgery and we get a, a secondary secondary organ taken out, like a thyroid, or we can live with one kidney. You know, typically sometimes those things happen because our body's main purpose is to survive and to thrive. And if it gets to a point where it's malnourished, where it doesn't have the vital nutrients, it's going to begin to rob from Peter to pay Paul. It's going to begin to rob from those from those organs to keep the, the those. It's going to rob from the secondary organs to keep those primary organs alive. Organs that you can't live without, like your heart, your liver, right, your pancreas, all of those things. And so, if when it begins to when it when it when those things begin to happen, and if you don't take good care of your teeth, and then you begin, then you have to get teeth taken out. All of those things have an impact on your body and your span of life, your, the, the quality of life that you live. So I'm saying all, to, all that to say is that you cannot neglect not one iota of yourself, your oral hygiene, your physical hygiene, the way you eat, the way you think. It's all connected. It's all tied together, every single bit of it. He knew what he was doing when he put us together, when he designed us. It's all for purpose. So I just want to leave you with that nugget. And when you said that you were on your way to the dentist, it just reminded me of the importance of this oral hygiene and oral care. We cannot neglect ourselves at all. Amen. It's true. It's true, and it matters. Thank you all. It matters. Oh, much. Thank you. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Anybody want to ask? Uh-oh, hold on one second. Let me get Let me get an order. I heard two voices. Who was that and who was that? Tracy. Hey, Tracy, and who else? Yeah. Hey, okay, go ahead. Go ahead in that order. Um, go ahead, Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much uh, for that. Oh, my God. You just reminded me um, of the importance of staying focused. I worked in orthopedic surgery in Alameda, and I see a lot. Prior to that, I was in cardiology, and I came from wound care. And about, I think I was in my 40s when I got really, I got scared when I started seeing patients come in, you know, at early, in their 40s, 50s. Uh, getting um, amputations and about their diabetes and cholesterol. And I was like, you know what? I have to make a change. And I started my journey then. Um, I got back on track, fell off. Then I got back on track. And I'm going to be, even though I don't look my age, I'm going to be 59 years old, October 26th. So in June of this year, I started to refocus on the body. I don't want to be 255 pounds at 5'4", and all that pressure is on my knees and my back. Um, I don't want to be walking, me personally, with a walker or a cane and need assistance. So I have the power now to make those changes, and that's what I started doing. So in June, I read a book that a friend sent to me, and it's more like holistic. Everything's natural. So now what I do is I go to, like, the Chinese store, the herbal store, and those barrels with those, uh, uh, not seasoning, the herbs, I boil those herbs and I make my own detoxes. I make everything holistic and everything natural. So everything, I'm trying to refrain and stay away as much as I possible, possibly can 
from chemicals and anything that's chemically induced. And so I just want to say thank you this morning because your share just was on point with me um, being aligned with what God is telling me to do. And since I've done that, my sleeping pattern has changed. I'm sleeping straight through the night, not getting up. I feel comfortable. My spirit is e at ease. Like I'm not, I don't have anxiety the way that I used to. So I feel the difference and I'm actually getting up right now to go to the gym. So thank you. Amen. Amen. I love that. And, and one thing that I know that I know is that God gives us everything to heal ourselves naturally. Everything that we need to heal our bodies grows from the earth. So, so thank you for that share. And we cannot, Dion, forget about the importance of sleep, right? Of, of, of the role that sleep plays. When we get our, when we give ourselves at least seven to eight hours of sleep every night while we're sleeping in our slumber, that's when our body heals itself. That's when our body detoxes. And so when we're running on, on, on uh, low sleep, you know, three and four hours and five hours of sleep, we're keeping our body in a, in a, a space of, of stress, a space of fight or flight. And when we're in, under a space of, of stress and fight or flight, we rob our bodies of, of nutrients, right? Then, then that's when we see a struggle with weight loss and, man and weight management, right? And so when we talk about, as Dion always say, I want to unbig my back, you know, we have to look at every aspect of our life our disciplines, how do we live our life every day? Because the, the, the answer is, is in the decisions that we make every day. And so sleep is, is the top of my list when it comes to health and wellness, right? Because it, it's going to directly impact your weight management, right? Because when you have a lack of sleep, it increases your cortisol. When your cortisol is increased, it, incre it spikes your insulin. When your insulin is constantly in spiked, it, that's when you start seeing type 2 diabetes, right? And then I have so many women come in and say, I just can't get rid of this weight around my midsection. That's how you're sleeping. Because if you're not sleeping well and if your cortisol is at a constant all-time high, you're going to have weight around your midsection. So you've got to have a balance in all areas. You have, you have to look at all areas of your life. Our body speaks to us loud and clear every single day. It's just up to us if we are quiet enough to listen and hear. If we're walking around bloated every day, that's not the way we're supposed to be. There's something in the choices of foods that we're, that we're eating that's making us bloated, right? But sometimes we get so conditioned to feeling a certain way, then we, we, we grow immune to it. We don't feel it anymore. We're not, we're not conscious of it. When we slow down and focus and start listening and get quiet, then we can hear things. We can hear our bodies talking to us. We can hear from the word, from, from God, right? The, the, the answers are in the details of how we live, all of our actions, how we live our lives day to day. So let's make it a goal. Let's make it a commitment for everyone to be fit for the kingdom holistically, mind, body, and spirit. No Very other way. Good. Very good. Shell. <laughs> I do. Oh, y'all crack me up how y'all be calling me. Um, Coach D, thank you. Happy Friday. I see you came for us again, but we appreciate it. That share was awesome. 
Um, you just took the words right out of my mouth when I, I was just going to say, our bodies talk to us. Are we paying attention? Um, you know, when things start aching and hurting, it's like, where did that come from? What is that? And we, you know, discount it sometimes. It's it's in our best interest to pay attention to the maintenance of the temple. Um, great share, great share. I just want to tell you, I um, I traded my root beer, now start smoking cigarettes because I can't have a root. I'm just playing. I, not. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Thank you again for your share. <laughs> You're welcome, sis. <laughs> he was going to say, just drink the root beer, child. You know I was. <laughs> you know I was. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? The last time you spoke, you were talking about the different things to eat and drink. Um, and I I, uh, I know they talk about how soda, soda is not good for you. But I've, um, and I know you had talked about the water flavor. Isn't that still better than soda? The water, flavored water? Yes. Um, it depends on how much sugar is in it. Okay. Um, I find a lot that has zero. I have, there are some that may have some sugar. So if I was to continue to drink that, what, um, how much of the sugar should not be in it or I look, look at? Um, Research says that women should have no more than 25 grams of sugar daily. Okay. So so think about that. Um, a can of Coke itself has 39 grams of sugar. Mm-hmm. Refined sugar. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. This is the love bar. Yes. Go ahead, Belinda. Hey, good morning, everybody. Love you guys. Hello, declare, declare victory. I just wanted to speak out about flavored water. It's like, why would you, you don't even have to buy it. Just make it. You got an a extra apple, just put just just a little bit to flavor the water. That's all you got to do. Save yourself some money and get healthy. That's all. Back on mute. Yeah, and one, one, that's that's very true. Um, but one thing we I have to also acknowledge is that Sugar is one of the most addicting, addictive, legalized drugs that there is, sugar. And we have to be, and it's like any other addiction. You have to, you can't, if, if, we, if we want to have some a sustaining lifestyle change, we have to do things in um, realistically, right? And so if we know that we are addicted to sugar, Sometimes you might have to go from drinking a Coke to drinking flavored water, right, reducing the amount of sugar that you're getting every day um, and it's until you are able to, and maybe go through a detox, until you are able to change your, t- your taste buds, right? And sometimes you need to detox because you have parasites that are living in your intestines that's making you think that you need sugar, right? So things are in our gut. When we continue to eat food that's bad, it grows the bad bacteria in our gut lining. 
And typically, those parasites that we all have parasites, whether we like it or not. But if you have more bad gut bacteria than you have good good gut bacteria, those parasites that are going to live in your gut is going to give you a signal signal that's going to make you think about sugar. It's going to make you um, uh, curve. Carb, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? not curve, but uh, want to have more carbohydrates, right? It's going to make you want bread. It's going to make you want pastries. It's going to make you want sugar. It's going to make you want to drink to drink uh, sodas. And so until we kind of get to a place where we have neutralized and balanced out our gut health, then there's going to be a constant tug of war where our mind is going to be telling us that we want sugar, but it's really our parasites in our gut that is dictating, that is sending a chemical, that is sending a response to our brain that's telling us that we want sugar because the parasites thrive off of sugar. So it won't be until we thoroughly detox, clean ourselves out, change our taste buds, then that we can say, okay, if we just drink water with, with, with apples or water with fruit or water with lemons, that that would suffice. That won't suffice. It may give us, um, it may hydrate us, but it's not going to change our thought patterns from craving carbohydrates and sugary foods and refined, other refined sugars, right? So I just want to say that, that that may work for some people who can be disciplined and cut it off, but if you have a sugar addiction like like I do, like I have to be very mindful about what I eat. Um, and so, you know, it, it, and so I, I definitely don't want to dis, dismiss or discredit how um, addictive refined sugar is. Not sugar that comes from fruit, but I'm talking about white sugar. I'm talking about sugar that's in the pastries. I'm talking about sugar that's in the in the in the in the sodas, high fructose corn syrup. I'm talking about those things. Those things are very are highly addictive, and it's in majority of our foods. It's in ketchup. It's in everything, and that's just kind of the way the U.S. like our food industry. They, they keep us addicted to certain cereals. We think we're eating foods that are cereals, like, that are healthy, but they are loaded with sugar, and we have to be mindful of those things. It's important also, I didn't mean to interrupt, to read labels. When you go to the store, read the ingredients of sugar intake and sodium uh, sugar before you purchase something. That's very true. Thank you for that. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Thank you for your your share. Actually, while you were sharing, I was able to um, walk slash jog about a mile, 1.28. So your share uh, really got me through it. At first, I was like, I'm going to just stop. It's about a half. I was like, no, I'm going to just keep going because it's just about done. So thank you so much for your share. I think um, one thing, I mean, as you were, like, quoting scriptures to, you know, show there's an alignment about, you know, keeping your health, uh, like, prioritizing your health, is that I found that a lot of us who are in our westernized culture um, have a very worship-like, inappropriate relationship with food. Um, like it's, it's just like, I've just be amazed sometimes that even like my friends and like how they associate food, their feelings about it, the comments they make about food. And I'm like, this is just 
you're only you're supposed to eat, you know, to live, right? You're supposed to eat for the nutrients and for the fuel and for the energy. Um, but a lot of us really kind of uh, like have a, an addiction or we worship food, and you may not realize it, um, but it it really is there and it's like shown to us all the time. Um, I know like someone had mentioned about like sugar or sodas or and things like that and water um, and how it takes time, you know, but I mean, I stopped drinking soda in the fifth grade because someone told me it might help cure my acne or something. And I was like, oh, I'm good. Um, so I don't drink soda at all. Um, but I'm really, really grateful to just hear uh, this type of chair. I'm glad that, um, I don't know who makes the schedule, but I'm going to guess it might be beyond, you know, to be strategic about, you know, the things that she, uh, that we're hearing and like the different perspectives and that, you know, it just, there's more to us than just, you know, reading the word and, um, you know, trying to live right. I mean, those are important, but I'm saying as like thinking about how this applies to your whole self, like your whole body and how the word speaks on so many different things. Um, and a lot of times we do ignore those parts, like about our body and our health and the things we should be eating um, and how food can become an idol. Um, yeah. And, and then also yeah. bringing it around to, to focus and how I was reading, I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits. And one of the things that it points out is that, you know, the quick goal shouldn't be to just lose 10 pounds. It should be to maintain a healthier lifestyle, right? Like you don't want to just read a hundred books. You want to become a reader. Um, and how, you know, instead of just making those short-term goals, uh, really put in things in place to help you get to becoming a more healthier person, right? We're not saying, like Auntie Vivi said, I'm not trying to be a two, but I want to be able to live a healthier life and make healthier choices so that I won't have all these um, diseases or issues or, you know, as, as mitigate as less as possible. As we get older, things slow down, drop down, fall down. But if we can, you know, live a healthier life, that would be great. But thank you so much. I'm going to give it back to you. I'm actually about to juice right now. So you guys all have a good day. Thank you. Amen. 100% I agree with everything you said. Thank you for that. Great share, me. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. This is Dion? It is. Hey. Good morning. Anybody else have anything they want to share? Amen. I know when we talk about especially weight, especially in the African-American church, it gets touchy. It makes people mad at me about weight. No, I didn't. Um, and, and having conversations about it. And um in in our community, we suffer from obesity um, on a and, and not just in African American communities, but also in the Latina community, the Samoan community. We we have a responsibility to be honest about what the Word of God says. Gluttony is a, a whole sin, and we don't we don't talk about it over the pulpit, and so that's why we came out the pulpit so we could talk about all of that because there is nothing worse 
than somebody that talks to you about how to live a, a spiritually saved life and child, your shoes leaning to the side because you won't get away from the buffet table. You have no self-control, no discipline. And yep, I said it. Um, and I said it because I'm I'm sick of us having to bury people because we have bad eating habits, because we don't have any focus. We're we not focused on our well-being. we focused on that that sin of lust, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. I deserve to eat this. Well, the reality is we're supposed to eat to live, not live to eat. And um, it's an uncomfortable conversation, but I know without a shadow of a doubt, it is a necessary conversation, especially in our community, because we dying left and right from poor heart health and um, improper digestive systems and an excess or an overage of cortisol um, that is strangling the life out of us. African-American women like are leaving up out of here from poor heart health and heart disease because we won't be honest with the fact that we need some help with regard to our our diet, right, and our fitness and, and learning how, um, even as simple as what blood type we have, um, it, it makes a difference. That's one of the things I love about Devona um, is that she doesn't just take care of the physical elements, but really whole holistically dealing with our whole body health right so she can she can tell you based on your blood type and all those things which is why we were talking about um, making sure you get your blood work done so you know where you are so you know where to start some of us don't have no business ever eating dairy and things like that you have no idea that it's physically killing you because you eating bad food for your blood type. So things of that nature really make a difference. And my prayer is that not only we become aware of it, but that we actually do the work to reverse the effects of making bad decisions or uninformed decisions because nobody intentionally heals themselves with food. Um, I think it's just a matter of not shifting your mind not changing your thought process as it relates to what we eat. And so that's why I have Devona come and share so we can actually do something about it, at least be empowered with the information that can make the difference. Now, what we do with that is completely up to us. But, again, I thank you, Devona. You always um, give us information that makes a difference. Thank Anybody you for having me. Absolutely, all the time. Yeah, anybody. I like to make this work. Go ahead. This is Shirley. This is Shirley. Um, it was really interesting because uh, I worked out and I was really surprised as much as I work out that the doctor, I went to the doctor and she told me I was borderline diabetic. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I was actually shocked. And um, I, I, I was trying to figure out what change happened for that to happen. Still can't figure it out, but she said, you have the opportunity, as you mentioned before, to reverse why you, and I was very serious, and this is where the, the word focus came in. I got focused within three months. I um, was able to get my A1C back into the normal range, 
And I was still a little nervous because I didn't want that to be a temporary thing. And that's another thing. You have to stay on it. And it's not a one-time diagnostic shop that you go to. And so I purposely now try to see if the change that I made, that I'm staying on it, staying focused on it. So um, it's been almost a year. So listening to this call reminded me I need to do a checkup. Because if I'm now staying in the normal range, now that's telling me I am doing something right. We'll do something right for a short period of time and go back to our old habits. And I love the fact that you say you have to stay focused. And as I started working on that, then I'm thinking, well, what good is doing all this exercise if I'm not even eating right? It's almost I'm contradicting what I'm doing. Start focusing more on not just doing exercise, because we can do exercise, but are we focusing on certain parts of the muscles? Are we, are we giving it the, the right attention that it needs? And so we've been growing and growing in class, and, and the, the women are now feeling more powerful about their bodies. And I think they are now starting to appreciate what God has given them. They're not just saying it, but they are believing it. Because these women, some women have been with me for a year. So we've been through this process even together. And so I just wanted to share thank you for reminding me. I, I'm, uh, I rescheduled for one more blood test to make sure that I'm keeping in the normal range. No medicine. Um, one thing that I have done with my water, I use cucumber, cucumber, lemon, like you said, fresh stuff. Don't put sweet stuff in there, even sugar is sugar. We even got to be careful with some of the fruit that we eat and not to have too much fruit because it's still sugar. So we cut back on that as well. Thank you. Thank you for that. And one thing, Deanna, if I may, I know we're probably over time, but this um, one thing I wanted to let the group know that if if you go to the doctor and they say you're borderline anything or that you're slightly elevated, take it as if you already are. No one becomes a diabetic overnight, right? So if I have a client that comes in and says I'm pre-diabetic, I'm treating them as if they are diabetic, right? Because um, these things are, are are based on kind of chronic. Um, increases in your insulin levels, right? It does, you don't just wake up one day, one day you're, you're healthy and the next day you're diabetic. That comes over time with chronic increases of your insulin levels. So if anyone ever says to you, you're pre-diabetic, your numbers are borderline this or borderline that, take it as if it already is and begin to make the corrective actions. We have so many, so many diseases that we're plagued with which are based on the lifestyle that we live, right? And so as I said earlier, the details, the answer is, is in our everyday habits. The answer is in our decisions. The answer is, is, is how we live our life every single day. So pay attention to those things. And when you get your numbers, and if anything is slightly out of range, take it as if it is out of range. Take it as if it is that thing and begin to be proactive and treat it and make, make changes right away. Don't wait until they give you the diagnosis, the diagnosis that says, okay, yes, you're now type 2 or, or, okay, yes, now you have high blood pressure or, okay, yes, now your cholesterol levels are, are too high, you need to get on medication. Take the corrective action as soon as they give you some indication that your numbers are inflated. Agreed. Agreed. Um, anybody else? Uh, I know Shell has something to say real quick. Is I think his name was Gaston. Is he still on the line? 
Okay, if not, that's fine. Hopefully he'll call back. Shell, you want to go ahead? Yeah, thanks, Dee. Um, so, Coach D, I I was sitting here, and the Lord reminded me. Um, I was at the beauty shop one day, and this girl begins to talk about Coach D and how appreciative she was and how she was excited to join whatever plan. I did not ask any questions. I was just listening. So I just want you to know that your name is ringing positively in the streets. Um, he reminded me of that, and I was just like, oh, yeah, and she and she just kept saying, yeah, yeah, and she was going through, I don't know if it was, I couldn't see her phone, but she was going through social media, and she was just looking at um, the things, and she was steady, encouraged, and, and um, you know, talking about going forward with you. So it was just by divine invitation for me to be in that place and for her to bring you up. So I do want you to know that you are appreciated. I just met you here, but just for someone to confirm that you are the real deal, honey, just know that God has favored you um, and just know that. Thank you so much for that. That that That's confirmation for me that I need it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Good morning. It's the love Barb again. Can I ask a question uh, to Coach D um, about being borderline? I've pretty much held that title for about, I don't know, 15 years now. I'm very, I'm pretty healthy. I'm not like a, a get-in-the-gym-every-day kind of person, but I get my steps in and I'm moving. But how do you get yourself out of that borderline? I feel like I'm eating right, watching what I'm putting in my mouth, reading the boxes, uh, you know, ingredients or things. What do you suggest? How do I get back to regular? What are they saying? You're borderline what, diabetic? Yeah, and it, it runs in the family. So I don't know if it's just because it runs in the family that it would show in, in my blood like that, but never had diabetes, not have, have never been shown as full-blown, but just that borderline title for so long worries me. And I had a friend who got herself out of it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I never hear about anybody that comes out of the borderline. They just go right really? into diabetes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you get so, out of it. Right. So the way that you get out of it is is by is with your your nutrition and your physical movement, right? And managing your stress. So and it could be it could be that whenever I mean something as simple as when you go to going to the doctor could give so many of us anxiety. Right, and so and make us nervous. Or um, and, and when you get your blood work drawn, maybe I don't know you have elevated insulin because maybe it's something that you ate before you took your blood work. I don't know. I don't know if you're doing a fasted blood work. I don't know what what yeah, the, the scenario could be. I'm sorry. I, yeah, they do have me fast. They do have you fast. So it could be. It might be you know stress related. It might be something still in the foods that you're eating. You know, it's hard to say without me taking a closer look at all aspects of you. Like, what are you eating? What's your environment like? What, how are you sleeping? Like, the, like I said, the answer is in your, is in your everyday activities. It's something, you know, and also taking a closer look at your lab work to see what they're calling us, what they're saying is borderline. But then can I begin to give you some recommendation or things that you might want to consider taking away or, or adding? Uh, you brought up stress, and if it has anything to do with stress, uh, yeah, because yeah, because what I what I mentioned earlier is that when we stress, we re, we we release a hormone called cortisol, right? 
and that comes from your adrenal glands. And every time there is an excess of cortisol or even when cortisol is released, it spikes your insulin. And so if your insulin is spiked, then guess what? Then, then that, that's going to be, you know, that's your blood sugar. That's, and it also, and, and usually over time, if you don't control your, your insulin levels or your, your diabetes, then that's a direct link to high blood pressure. They go hand in hand because if you have an excess amount, excess amount of insulin level in your bloodline, then there's going to be a flush of water to try to push, you know, to try to push the, the insulin out which increases your heart, you know, your, your increases your, your blood pressure. So you have to be mindful of all of those things because, it, you know, they all go hand in hand. And so it may not be in what you're eating. It may not be in how you're sleeping. It could, just, it could be your environment and the level of stress that you carry. Yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it. I'm a single lady with a business, and I got a lot on my plate, and I'm doing the most at 61. So. Yeah, so you got to get a team. you got to delegate. you got to get some of that off of you for your own quality of life. Amen. Thanks, sis. Yeah. Have yeah. a good day. Love you. I love you, too. Thank you. Amen. Anybody else before we go? Well, praise God. It's been a resourceful morning. I pray that something that was said today will help you rethink your health. Um, It'll help you rethink your decisions as it relates to what you consume. Uh, It'll help you kind of begin to evaluate if you are active enough and if not, really what next steps are, uh, Devona's services are an option. Um, She can absolutely help you get on track. I would most certainly tell each of you to reach out to her on social media. Uh, Coach D, if you want, if you would um, put your website link in the post that I have of your share today, so if people want to get connected with you, they can actually reach you. And, um, yeah, it can be life-transforming, and, and it's not too late if you know you have, if you're in the Bay Area anyway. And even she even does uh, stuff on Zoom. Don't let the, the distance throw you off. She's accessible and available um, to a, at least help you get yourself back on track. So I wanted you all to know that. Um, if there's nothing else, uh, Coach D, I love you to smithereens. Thank you again for your wisdom and for thank um, you for having me. Absolutely for making this this topic, this practical conversation, um, more reachable. At least give the appearance of it being more attainable, but not being so far fetched. Because we need to live a, a life that is pleasing to God, and it can't just be with uh, being Jesus freaks. Amen. We got to be practical about this time. <laughs> it does matter. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for joining this morning. I pray that you go and you grow in love. You have an amazing, amazing day. And we'll meet right back here on Monday. Bye, guys. I love you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bless you, Coach Have a blessed weekend, everyone. Thank you. Walk in victory. Thank you. Bye-bye.